I'm assuming this is going to be a quick cast. What? Owen. What do we have to talk about? Let's I'm about to filibuster notes. this cast. Yes, right you are. Filibuster. <laughs> Jesus. Longest <laughs> cast in history. Uh, <laughs> read Wikipedia in its entirety. Okay. In its entirety. <laughs> that might take some time. That's going to yeah, be more like than forever. a filibuster, my friend. What, what about uh, other language? Are we talking like English Wikipedia or like Just every English. language? Okay. Okay, well, let's just uh, you know let's just dive in. English then. version of Wikipedia is only like oh fifty gosh, gigs or Alex. something. Only fifty gigs of straight text. Oh yeah. Uh, welcome to the forecast episode 49. This was actually, if you guys remember correctly, this was supposed to be Doki Doki Destiny Club episode 2. Wait, was it? Yeah. We, <laughs> oh, we, we gotta talk about, about it twice? It. Hey, yo, Doki Doki's so good. There are things to talk about with Doki Doki, so we'll talk a little bit about that. We just like rebranded the podcast, actually. It's yeah, just actually. that forever now. <laughs> We're just gonna spend an hour talking about those two games forever. Mm -hmm. Chad's starting his own podcast about PUBG. Yep. Chat. I got one about um, Pogo. It's going to be great. <laughs> Player Unknown's Doki Doki Destiny Club. Player I do have an announcement if we're ready to begin about well, Player Unknowns. Oh, well, do you, yeah. you want to do it Let's after start. It, the intro or before the intro? Let's just do everything out of what's, order. What's the intro? Welcome to the Forecast, episode 49. Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every other Thursday. We're a group of people who love exploring... Uh, new products in all kinds of realms from video games to film to board games to news and entertainment to just random stories. Um, if you want to check us out, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash we are the horizon community, or you can check us out at our website at www.wearethehorizon.com. Uh, all of the links and everything we talk about are going to be in our cast notes, which will also be forwarded, reported out directly to whatever podcasting app you use. There you go, Chad. That was the intro. Oh, awesome. So now, now, now you can go ahead. Go. <laughs> Speed. No, but like, wait, hold on. Don't we have the, uh, we're not even using yes. the notes right now, are we? I'm, I'm using the notes. Several of yeah, us are in the notes. Because in the notes, it says best game from the 24 hour stream. Yeah, it's just, oh. that's not what it's supposed to say. <laughs> I reset the notes earlier and I, I guess I missed that part. Uh, uh so yeah, that, well, that's a word, right? Well, we'll, we'll just, we'll just start out with what we normally start with, which is what have you been playing lately? Um, Actually, has anybody ever heard the song What Have You Been Doing Lately by Reliant K? I know Caleb yes. and I have. Yeah, of course. Okay, that's what I think of every time I say the phrase What Have You Been Playing Lately? So, uh, let's talk about what you've been playing lately. Alex, you can start us off. I played Mario Kart. What? I freaking cheated. I did not cheat. <laughs> freaking cheated. So, we yep. were playing Mario Kart at Aaron's house. Me, Aaron, and his cousins. And... Like Kimmy two races in, yeah, Kimmy and Missy, and like two races in, Aaron's like, "You're just getting, you just got lucky, whatever," or like, "You got you cheating, so, you know, something to that effect." And I'm like, "Dude, I just keep on winning first place," and then I've continued to just keep on winning first place. 
Yeah. And I'm like, I don't yeah. think it's luck if it's just at consistent. Point, I mean, you're <laughs> doing well. by lightning. I threw a red shell at him. It clearly hit his car, and he just kept driving. <laughs> just you know that like little bit driving. of invulnerability state you get when you get hit by the lightning? Yeah. It happened to hit me during that state. Amazing. Oh, man. Pure. Yo, know, I played against him in the drive up to Unplugged. He's pretty good. He's got mad skillage. I don't I think play we're, Mario Kart we were trading anyone. ones, though. Like, you were actually a challenge. Like, Aaron and his cousins were like, <laughs> Oh my they didn't even know God. You were actually a challenge. Wow. <laughs> they didn't know what shit. they were doing. I don't think they knew That's what like, Dude, Mario Kart was. We, we all play on 50cc, all right? Well, we, 50cc? What kind of fucking poser shit is this? <laughs> we, I'm not a professional Mario Kart player, all right? We just play. Yeah, for neither fun. am I. But I, at least I play at like a real level. Alex is over here, freaking biting his lip, leaning forward, starting to sweat on his forehead. Uh huh. Uh huh. So casual. You were not even casual playing. I was like on the half couch. a lap in front of everybody. <laughs> I mean, like never I even saw anybody. I was just like playing by myself. Derp 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 derp. Oh, every uh, once in a while, blue shell. There was one. There was literally one race where two blue shells hit me in a row, and not a single person caught up to me. <laughs> Because I was that really far dumb. ahead. It was really dumb. Really, really dumb. I mean, I, I think... What were we playing at? 150 in the car ride? Yeah, 150. Yeah. Have you guys played at 250 yet? Yes. 200, is not 250. Like, is it 200? Is that like yeah. super difficult? Uh, It's not super difficult, but you definitely have to A, break, and B, use your drifts. Mm. It's not like a, oh, this makes you go faster. It's more of, you have to or you die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so moon on i i have been playing some jackbox party pack four lately um, oh how was the new one so far so good i've only played three out of the five games um one of which is just fibbage all over again so fibbage three uh the second one we played is called bracketeering and it's literally just deciding on whose answer is best for whatever the prompt is and you enter an answer at the beginning of the game and then the prompt changes every round. So your answer sort of has to last throughout various prompts. So if the question was, uh, who's the smartest person in the room? Somebody put various names. Then the next question would be a completely different question, but you would use all the same answers that you entered from the, from the beginning. But it's like better questions than that. You know what I mean. I'm just, I'm just trying. <laughs> like one of the coolest ahead, ones Alex. and the most hotly contested was what's the best cereal? And everybody's putting their favorite cereals down. And somebody put a cereal killer. Somebody no. freaking put uh, Apple Jacks like a moron. <laughs> didn't Apple Jacks what? beat out? So so this no. game plays out. First of all, this game allows 16 players to play it. So I think it's the highest oh, count of any nice. of the games. Yeah. Yep. And it actually creates like a tournament bracket that goes through all of the answers. <laughs> it's and the voting is live. It updates live and you can change your answer. And it lasts for like like 20 seconds or something each voting round. That's weird. Mm-hmm. So it's you're like awesome, watching... You're like- the two words like battle each other back and forth because people are like switching their answers to like try to throw people off and stuff. It seems Mashing. like a uh, twist of uh, bad people. And then, bad yeah, people. that's the best part. Is, is the best part is when people tie, like there's like six v six or something in the <laughs> votes. Everybody that is voting for their word has to mash their word as fast as possible <laughs> to try to like eke out the win. Okay, for and, what like, it's worth, me. <laughs> Everyone in the room is like casually tapping. You and I have a separate hand, just freaking. You have to two hand the phone at that the, point. You're doing the two finger tap. Oh, oh, dude! No, straight no, up. no, 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 no. This just, is like 
I hold the phone like just away from my thumb and then lock my arm to where it does a little vibrate thing <laughs> to where it like moves rapidly and you're just like tapping so fast and That's then so everybody true. else is just, like casually trying to, to like hit it with their finger or whatever yep. so any words that me and aaron aligned on just auto one every single time <laughs> wow and then much. if me and aaron were battling each other it was basically just a battle between us so that game's pretty good it's pretty fun we played another one called monster seeking monster that yeah how was that because that looked good a little bizarre um, it's bizarre and like kind of complicated in a weird way. Yeah, it's basically like you're all just different monsters dating or like trying to go on dates with other people. So you're like texting other people essentially pickup lines and they're responding to you. And then at the end of every round, you pick someone to go on a date with. And what you don't know when you start the game is there are all these different types of monsters with different abilities. So, like, I started as a zombie, and if I dated all of the rest of the people in the game, they all became zombies, and I won. <laughs> um, and all the monster roles are hidden, but then the per- it, person that's in first place gets revealed every round? Right. Are the monster it, things randomized, or is it like, yeah. if you play the zombie, that's what no, you it's, get? It's random. Okay. You the get weirdest, a random monster at the beginning? The really weirdest part about that game, probably not the weirdest, probably just... Of course, this was exactly how it was going to end up is you're supposed to be just like doing pickup lines, but literally it just became all about let's have a one night stand. So all of the messages that were sent (laughs) back and forth between any monster was, yo, hook up. Yeah, sure. Let's do it now. Hey, hey, yo, you want to bang? And then somebody's (laughs) like, have my babies. Like (laughs) it was Margaret, I think. Yeah, probably. Every single person she was like, hey, you want to have my babies? Hey, you want to have my babies? So anyway, it was uh, it's good so far. We we played the three out of the five games. The other ones are both in the three to eight player realm. So, Janae uh, sent me a message during that game, and she said I was the best that she ever had. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, Caleb. What have you been playing lately? Uh, I've been playing a game called Battle Chasers Night War. The JRPG essentially, but it's got a really cool art style. And it's got a cool mechanic where you have these like low power abilities that are just called actions that don't cost any mana or anything, and they happen instantly. And they generate this thing called overcharge, which is essentially a buffer of extra mana. And you can use that to, to use your actual skills that cost mana and take longer to cast. And I think it's a really cool mechanic. I like it a lot. Battle Chasers Night War. Yeah. What a Battle name. Battle Chasers colon Night War. Dunculus. Yeah, it's pretty good though. Got some cool dungeons in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad, what have you been playing lately? All right. So, <laughs> crack the knuckles. This this is gonna be uh, cool. So I've been playing Darwin Project and uh, SOS. Uh, some people are calling it Sauce. Um, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no one should call it that. <laughs> Yeah, let's go play some sauce. Uh God. sir, are you creating spaghetti? <laughs> like uh Yo, so Darwin I'll I'll start with I'll start with SOS because I feel like I can explain it quicker. Uh you get dropped on an island with 16 other players and you're using proximity mics to talk to other players and you basically have a choice between teaming up with people or just I I don't know, leaving them alone, killing on site. It doesn't doesn't killing on site doesn't really happen yet. But I can just see it like when the game progresses, it'll happen a lot more. 
you're basically exploring around the map and there's the these monkey alien mutated beings uh there's the white one the blue one and the red one the white one's the smallest that takes two punches the blue one takes a little bit more to kill and the red one just you got to beat on that thing like you know it owes you money <laughs> the clearly game... thought you were going somewhere else with that but yeah, yeah no, i, I thought did. so too <laughs> that's why I, I redirected really quick. The game basically, uh, the goal is to get a relic and get off the island. There's three people that can win. Uh, so you can team up with people if you really would like to. Uh, but some people are just selfish and want to win for themselves. The thing I learned while watching streams and being a streamer while playing this is it's a game show and you're really just trying to impress your audience so if your audience is telling you to kill somebody and you don't you can start getting angry faces and, and you'll be hated rather than loved uh, and your fame will kind of uh hinder uh in going up or down it might go down that round because you're getting so many so much negative feedback uh so a lot of the times when I was playing that game, I honestly didn't take relics. Like, I would grab relics and I'd just, like, hand them off to other players and, like, help them get off the island uh, rather than taking the win for myself because the audience enjoyed that a lot. Their audience enjoyed that a lot, and it just made for, like, a really incredible gameplay. Uh, one instance that happened, um, this guy shot at me, so I shot back, killed him, uh, and then this guy randomly happened upon me and was like, hey, what's up? Like, have you seen Clyde? And I'm like, no, I haven't seen Clyde. And he's like, hey, oh, okay, did you kill Clyde? And I'm like, no, no, I didn't kill Clyde. <laughs> and he goes, okay, cool. And we like keep going through the game and about 10 minutes have passed and he turns to me, he goes, you killed Clyde, didn't you? And I was like, who's Clyde? Was he the one that threw the skull at me at the beginning of the game? He's like, no, 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 no. He, he lasted a long time. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't kill Clyde. So we continued to the helicopter and I, we were about to get on. Well, he was, I was going to let him get on. Um, and he turns to me and he goes, why did you lie to me twice? You killed Clyde. And he starts shooting at me, kills me. And he's like, they killed Clyde. They killed Clyde. Those mother effers killed Clyde. And he like hops onto the plane and starts throwing weapons. Every and it was just really entertaining to watch. And like, I started laughing my butt off because like that was totally unexpected. All right, moving on to Darwin Project. <laughs> Darwin that dude Project. might have been actually crazy. Like, this might have been feeding into some sort of weird psychosis that this man had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was going to say, who the fuck is Clyde? <laughs> Dude, did we know who Clyde was by the end? Yeah, yeah so Clyde was the guy that I killed. So this was in duos. Oh, I so you did dead. kill him. So I totally killed Clyde. <laughs> I totally killed Clyde. Clyde was dead. I took the relic from him. Like, that, that, all, that whole thing happened. <laughs> Um, Darwin Projects, uh, I guess the alpha came out, um, over the weekend and I got my hands on it and started playing it. Uh, it was another interesting proximity of my game and the whole goal of it is to be the final one. So it's a battle royale, uh, but there's a twist to it because there's, uh, things that you can acquire as in like logs or leather and electronics um to build different things uh, on your q build bar so when you hit q there's a spin wheel that pops up and there's different sections of the spin wheel that uh help you um win the game the left hand side is usually your armor and craft abilities to just give you st uh, stats the bottom is your electronics which electronics spawn randomly and everybody is trying to grab those so those sometimes you don't even get an electronic sometimes you do uh sometimes you die while trying to get an electronic the right hand side are your like traps and stuff you could do like a wooden trap a bear trap uh trip wire so it's like stuff like that snowballs which i've learned are op um and then the top uh 
part of your spin wheel is like uh, building a fire, uh, other things like that. Because um, there's a cold meter, and if you have to build a fire in order to survive the wintry cold. The I think the spin on this to make it not just any other battle royale is that there's a director, and the director comes in who's already played the game a couple times. You have to play five matches in order to unlock director, so you kind of know what you're doing. Uh, when you're a director, you're able to spawn the electronics, you close zones, you can throw a healing drone or a warm drone onto uh, a player, uh, you can throw invincibility on them, or you can uh, nuke a zone. So basically, they're going around and you can hear them and uh, talking to different players and stuff like that, uh, and they're going around and trying to make the game interesting and uh, just making this more stream-friendly and also uh, just a more interesting match. I was a director at one time, and I closed a zone that somebody was in and nuked a zone below them while the top zone and the middle zone were uh, closed to where they had to run through the closed zone and through the nuke zone in order to get to the the next zone. But I didn't let him die because I threw a speed drone on him to get him out of the nuke in time. So it's like things like that that you can do. Um, I thought the like game... Something, sounds like something that Frank would freaking love to play. Yeah, like, I don't... Uh, specifically as the director. Yeah, I think he he didn't play it enough and also he wasn't the one that said it was crap. It was Bree, yeah. so... <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, but it's really cool because you can talk to the player that you're fighting and uh, there's only 10, 10 people that you're versing and there's seven zones that start and you can see the zones on your mini-map in the bottom left-hand corner. Uh, they're all like hexagons and there's seven hexagons and you can see which one's closing, which ones are open, uh, where electronics are spawning. Uh, so it's it really is a fantastic game and it's actually one of the most fun games I've played uh to date basically wow that's one saying of a lot one of them like, like they're mixing a little bit of like dungeon master dm into battlegrounds yeah mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh owen what have you been yes. playing lately i've been playing pokemon go no way oh gosh uh, <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's really the only thing that i've been doing uh recently that's been having something going on with it um I'm playing some uh, Pogo. They added some new, um, some some new raids recently, and uh, fifty Pokemon. Wait, are from... we calling Pokemon Go Pogo? Yeah, he Pogo. sure did. That's oh man, I, yeah, that's like the abbreviation, <laughs> man. Um, yeah, like I went to go play it uh, this weekend. I just figured like I'd go out and like see if I can get some of the new Pokemon from Gen three that have come out, uh, and. Uh, Apparently, the night before they released a new um, a new raid boss, so I ended up going out raiding with a bunch of people from around the area, which I didn't expect doing that morning, but I did. It was pretty fun. Uh, the raid boss is Gordon, Gord, Gordon, Gord. I don't fucking know. It's a giant red dino. It's really fucking scary looking. Rodon, pretty fun. Yeah, that one. How do I know this? I don't know. How do you know this? <laughs> uh, have they released? Have they released all of the Pokemon at this point? No. Or are they still short some? Okay. Uh, they are still working. I mean, in totality, we're only on Gen three. 
of like it's eight or something. Yeah, seven or eight. Too many Christmas. So we got time. I know so much about Pokemon. Clearly. Um, and even that, like, they only they're like pacing out Gen three, so it's not even like all of Gen three is currently out. It's some of it. Uh so. That's and when seven. you say Fun. you go out and raid with all these people, do you like literally show up somewhere? Oh yeah, and drive around in a car, or do you yeah. just walking around? What are you doing? Uh, either if I'm if I'm with the people around work, Does I tend somebody to just bring walk around like, a box of tacos because you're gonna be out for a while. Uh, I've had people do that. I've brought in donuts, jungle juice, like. How, how, I mean, how long does this take? How long are you out for? Uh, let's see. Saturday mornings, uh, the morning raids that I did, I woke up at 7. And Why? I, 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 I'm up at 7 <laughs> on Saturdays. Don't ask questions. Um, I was up at 7. I was in the Wheaton area by 7.30, 7.45, and I raided until about 10-something. About three hours of us running around, we did four raids, three of which were the new uh, were the new legendary, which was pretty fun. Hmm. This is like, do you remember Sword Art Online? Did anybody ever see any yes. of that? Yes, I know. I know what we're talking about. So that was like when Rift and Vive were being thought of. And then they were thought of like a futuristic version of that where you're like laying in your bed and you've got the nerve gear, kind of like uh, the Ready Player One stuff. Yeah. Uh, where you go into VR and you're playing this VR MMO and everything. The movie for that came out recently called Sword Art Online Ordinal Scale, I believe it was. And they had a new device out that was like AR and you just kind of wore these glasses around everywhere. And then there'd be like world boss events where everybody would rush like town square and then like a giant boss would show up and all the buildings would transform into different things and everybody would be like equipping all their swords and gear and everything. I mean, that's that's kind of I feel like they took Pokemon Go and like made it into like a futuristic version of that this time. (laughs) I I mean, like especially when there's new raid bosses like this, the, the first day that this guy was out. Uh, that was exactly what it was like. People would just be like messaging uh, and just being like, "Oh, you know, I just saw that. You know, he's out. Uh, I'm heading over to this monument. I'm heading over to this building. You know, how many people are going to be there?" And people would show up, and they like show up with all of their friends, and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, like I'm I'm coming with three other people and tacos and like, um, <laughs> it's 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 a lot like that. In fact." That's not uh, full AR. Let's go. The, the only thing I, I dislike is how it doesn't stay. Like, the second the people start getting their legendary, like, one or two of their legendaries, um, they just stop playing. And that and it's kind of sad, because especially with those legendaries, like, you need people there. Um, and you need as many as you can, and it's kind of sad when people are like, Oh, I don't. I don't want to go out and do it because I already have a couple. Like the that that morning raid that I did. Like the morning that Gordon was out, there were already people in the chat channel bitching about how they already caught four of them in the morning and they didn't want to <laughs> catch any more. And I was like, "It's eight a.m. 
how do you already have four of them? What the hell are you doing? Right. Like, like, do do you not? What did you do this morning? Why are you it's up? It's like at, most like, of the people that complain about Destiny. Like, why why are you up at like five a.m. raiding on your own? I'm so concerned about your life choices. <laughs> like most people complain about Destiny. It was like the second week the game was out, and everybody's like, "Well, we finished every literally every single thing in the game that you can do." <laughs> Yeah. Collected every single item oh. possible. It's like, what? How? I, I I forgot to mention, uh, they also added weather effects into the game. Oh. Which is actually really cool. Uh, impact gameplay in any way? Yes. So, depending on the weather, um, the weather boosts or uh, boosts the damage of certain uh, Pokemon types. It also boosts the spawn rate of certain Pokemon types. So... If it is a snowy day, uh, the you'll see more snow and steel Pokemon out in the wild. They also get a bonus into their attack. You don't get hindered for being against a type that you'd be weak against, uh, but you do get um, you do get better spawn rates, and also uh, those spawns are also better CPs, so you get stronger versions of them coming out, which is really cool. Because now I'm walking around and I, I see a lot of these Pokemon all the time because they always spawn like at my work. It's always like the same 10 uh, Pokemon. There's always like an Oddish or whatever else. But now I'm getting a mix of it depending on the weather. I may be getting different Pokemon. And even if it is the same ones, they're a lot stronger. And I'm like, oh, I actually want to catch this now because it's like three times stronger than the one that I already had. So, yes. Uh, in addition to like the updates with Gen Three stuff, they're also doing a Christmas event, are they not? Uh, there is no Christmas event for it. I mean, there might be, uh, but there's nothing that has currently been announced. Hmm. I haven't seen anything other than the fact that there's weather, there's Gen Three stuff, and you can. There's a couple of things that are on sale in the shop, but there's okay. no like. I could have sworn I saw something about a Christmas thing. Well, last year they had Pikachu wearing his little Santa hat, and they had like a couple uh, winter spawns show up more frequently, and there hasn't been any of that. So people are expecting it to because they've done it before, but it's not there. It's not to so, the level of uh, an Overwatch Christmas. Yeah, event. and it's it's also just like. They figured that if there was going to be a Christmas event, they would have announced it, or you'd at least start seeing something about it by now. I mean, it's almost right. the twentieth. Um, let's jump into some other things, video game realm, because a lot of stuff has happened in the last two weeks. Um, number one being, we have just a couple games we wanted to go over here. Uh, some of these I have no idea about, so whoever wrote them <laughs> in here, like uh, uh, for instance, Goragoa. Goragoa, yeah, Goragoa. Came out last week. It's a really short puzzle game that came from the same, um, I guess, just publisher as What Remains of Edith Finch. So I obviously picked that up like immediately. And I've played it, and it's it's got some really interesting mechanics where there's four sort of uh, panels, almost like you're looking out a window that's you know cross divided. And each of those panels, you can zoom out on the image. Or zoom in or, you know, move around the image in a normal, like, puzzle way. But then you'll find edges of the image where another image seems like it might line up. 
and you move the panels around and match up those pieces and it makes like a different image and allows objects to move from one piece of the image to another. And I don't know, it's just a really cool mechanic. A lot of fun. It's really short. It was like, I beat it in like 90 minutes. Um, so it doesn't have a lot of playtime on it, but it was uh, worth what's, it. What's the name of that developer? Anna, um, Annapurna. Oh, Annapurna, yeah. Annapurna. Annapurna. That's per, per, to publisher. Or sorry, publisher, yes. Yeah. So that game was really cool. And I've also recently finished One Shot, which this is an old game. This was like probably 2015, I think, maybe. Maybe 2016. But I played it because I was looking for Doki Doki similar games. <laughs> and people suggested One Shot. So I opened up One Shot. And it's uh, when you first open it up, it suggests that you play it in windowed mode. Because it says that the game's much better in windowed mode, which I agree, probably much better in windowed mode. That's how I played it. So, but it's a top-down. It's almost got. It's got the same mechanics as a point-and-click adventure, where you like walk around and find items and craft them together to like solve puzzles. But it, you play it with Wast. Hmm. But it it likes to break the fourth wall a lot. And it's, I don't know, it's a really interesting game. It's got some of the concepts that Doki Doki's got, and it's got, I think, some of the concepts that Undertale's got. So it's very, it's very interesting and cool. So I have this coworker who I recently found out is a Steam guy, and he has several games on his account, one of which I think I've told you about him. He plays, um, shoot, what the heck's the name of that game? Uh, Caleb, you're a, you played like 500 hours of it. Binding Isaac. Isaac. Gosh, man. <laughs> Um, anyway, so I'm, I'm just, we're talking about various games we've been playing recently and I mentioned Doki Doki Literature Club and he just started laughing and he said, yeah, I have this one friend who's played all these weird games. Like he played this tank dating simulator and he played, <laughs> <laughs> and I started laughing out loud. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is li- you're literally describing the person that suggested that I play uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. That's amazing. I just thought it was, I just thought it was great. Where's Jake when you need him, right? I know. Well, I texted him immediately because he also started talking <laughs> about this game and I can't remember the name of it, but you're basically, it's like a dating sim and you're a human being, but you're dating really you're dating giant pigeons. pigeons. Yeah. Adorable boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Yes. Adorable boyfriend. So much fun. And I'm like, what? And he, and he basically just said, you know, he Fixed really just that, loves right? games that yeah. are so absurd <laughs> on so many levels. And that's what, that's what does it for him. I'm like, yep. There's I, a new, I know that person. There's a new game that came out that Jake kind of freaked out when I told him about it. It's called Perfect Date with like a whole bunch of R's. <laughs> and you play, you play as a person dating cats on an island of cats. Oh my god. <laughs> I just, want to play so this dumb. game. <laughs> right. So dumb. So great. Additionally, while, we're, while I'm talking to this guy, he, it comes up that he has the group of him or Halila. The group that he hangs out with online, they're in Discord, they always end up playing League. Um, <laughs> but he asked me if I had, because I told him I was a Dota player, and he asked me if I'd learned the secret to actually enjoying uh, MOBAs. And I said, well, I think I have, but you tell me what it is. And he's like, well, the secret is to literally trash your account to zero MMR. I mean, the, <laughs> the lowest you can possibly go. Just trash it. And then you play against people, and I'm like, this is Tales from the Trench. And you play against people that are just absolutely terrible at the game. But the most important part to remember is that at the last possible moment, you surrender. Period. 
Last possible moment, just immediate surrender, <laughs> leave the game. They're, their base is blowing apart, and they're looking for the defeat sign, and the surrender sign just pops up. Oh, my you're like, God. Satisfaction. And he says that's the only way they play league anymore. If there's five <laughs> people online, they all log on, and they just wreck a team, and then right when they're about to win, they just surrender. That's oh my terrible. gosh. <laughs> that is so awful. Yeah, well. It just ruins <laughs> the game for other people. Yeah. I know. Uh, um, so uh, additionally, I want to talk about a couple other things in the video game realm. It's funny, last time when we were playing uh, GTA was our 24-hour stream, and I'm pretty sure I complained a lot about how they don't have any new heists. Lo and behold, Damn, not telling new anyone. Heist. New heist, and, and it's not cool just like one. yeah, it's not just a like simple, you know, like a normal heist, two hours long. How, Alex, how long? How many hours did you say this heist is? Supposedly about twelve hours long. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I I heard that this heist has more content in it than most single player games. I don't know why GTA does this to everyone. They don't tell any... Or GTA. Uh, Rockstar does this to everyone. They don't update anything. They don't put publish new things. They just have GTA since... What year was that? 2011? 12? A long time ago. 2000 been- and a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, I distinctly remember selling GTA when I still worked at Target and uh, Radio Shack. Yeah. We worked at Target and Radio Shack? Yeah. Does that, that surprise comes clear you? Now. Ah! I also worked at Ritz Camera, so if you start figuring out all of the companies I work for, most of them have gone out of business. Zerfi, <laughs> mm, and why do you like do that? Well, they I seem mean, like good companies at the time. They just happened to start going down the second I start working at them. So, uh, Sirius XM, watch the fuck out. I'm letting you know now. <laughs> you might be thinking. Why does Rockstar not make new games now? If you direct yourself to the top of new and trending on Steam, oh, seventh the... down the list is Grand Theft Auto V <laughs> Criminal Enterprise Starter Pack for $40. <laughs> for some like digital currency and like cars and stuff. Yeah. Well, for GTA why, Online. Why would you need to when you have an in-game <laughs> economy that will just forever feed you money? Microtransactions. I'm pissed about that. Like, <laughs> just no, 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 no. Just hear me out, right? So there was a time where I looked online, <clears throat> Grand Theft Auto, for all of these like glitches and hacks to get tons and tons of money. But I looked at these and I was just like, no, nah, I won't do this because I want to play the game legit. And then they come out with these stupid microtransaction bullcrap. And I'm just like, I just should have freaking crapped on them. I should have just crapped on them, got all the money I wanted, freaking <laughs> bought everything, been like, screw you, screw you, Rockstar. But no. I, I so with the success yeah. of GTA Online, I wonder if they're going to have like the same thing, but in the wild, wild west. I hope Red so. Red Dead? I, I honestly Red Dead do. <sighs> Are they even going to release Red Dead 2? Yes. Is it going to come out? Does it have an actual date yet? Yes. It it's does. I think it's sometime next year. I think they're still uh, scheduled for like three more delays, but date. then it'll eventually oh. come out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they gave it a quarter, right? They didn't give yeah. it a date date. Rockstar always has like three to four delays <laughs> before it actually comes out. So it just I, I I don't I guess I just don't understand they I guess they're pull, maybe they're pulling people back in with Doomsday Heist. 
I think but that might be the idea. They don't have a problem with online users. If you go look at Steam, um, not Steam stats, but if you go look at their stats for how many users they have, they're not like it's not like they're losing people. A buttload of people still play that game. Maybe they're pulling it back in for Red Dead. I I don't know, but to just randomly do twelve hours of content and make it free. Well, in the so uh, unlike Rockstar in, in the uh, um files and stuff. I think actually released with Doomsday is a uh, gun from Red Dead. It's mm. a revolver that you can buy. Really? Yeah. It's got the logo of like one of the stagecoaches or something, which is why everyone was like, wait, this is supposed to be in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Somebody put this in here on accident. Uh, yeah, not is... on accident. Definitely on purpose. This is completely unrelated, but you just reminded me of it because you talked about something from a different game that's in this game. <laughs> oh, um, God. Oh, God. No, 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 no. I'm not mentally prepared for this conversation. I don't know that you're... <laughs> I don't know that you know Dude. what I'm going to talk about. I think I'm talking I about, I'm, talk, I'm going to talk about From Software. Oh. I don't know if you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, oh. not, not talking about that Game Theory Doki Doki? Oh, yeah, okay. Game Theory Doki Doki. Oh, no, no, no. Um, so I guess they had done whatever game they did before Dark Souls. Whatever games before those, like the last... No, it was Dark Souls. So in one of the last DLCs... For Dark Souls before Bloodborne came out, it had like um, an armor set and like weapon that looked kind of like Victorian era, and that I guess kind of teased Bloodborne. And then um, we had that weird From Software trailer and the VGAs, and oh, we didn't talk about the VGAs at all, nor did we put it on this list. That's anyway, uh, <laughs> um, like anything happened. Oh, there weren't the, important awards, though. The last DLC for Bloodborne had some, like, Asian armor stuff and, like, katana. Oh. Mm. So people are like, people are like, we're going to have, like, a Samurai Dark Souls next. Samurai Dark Souls. Which is kind of Neo, but, you know. Oh, don't get Caleb on Neo. What? Oh, I've barely played any Neo. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> don't get Caleb started on anything. I just don't want to hear him. I know. Pretty much any game. That's what he really meant. Wow. Yes. Uh, hey, let's move on to one more thing in video games, and that's that uh, <laughs> PUBG has a... Actually, I don't know how recent their uh, Miramar map is. I mean, clearly it's still in test servers, but when did they release it, Chad? Uh, probably when was uh game awards alex that was what the eighth last week no it was the seventh it was the seventh it was th uh november uh blah, blah, december 7th that was when the game awards were and that's when the that night at 3 a.m est so that morning uh they released miramore uh on the test servers and with the announcement, they were saying that December 12th was going to be the Xbox release for PUBG. And December 20th <laughs> is the release of 1.0, meaning that it's no longer going to be early access. Holy crap. It's, it's coming out of early access. Uh, so I just wanted to say that the Xbox is absolutely hilarious to watch gun battles on. Mm -hmm. Um... 
It's, Are they just terrible or what? They're so bad. Okay, so they didn't put any aim assist in the game. <laughs> <laughs> so and also there's a tiny bit of input lag. So the way you would usually like flick the controller and like land on somebody and pull trigger like does not work for anybody. So everybody's learning how to play video games right now basically in that game. Uh, and it's just kind of comical to watch the gun battles that you knew would ha- like end in a millisecond on the PC. Uh, also, they promised 60 frames. They released with 30 frames. Oh, wow. Yeah, so uh, that, that happened. I feel I mean, like it's the first time. It gets bad, though. I hear it like drops to 10 in some parts. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I feel like that's the first time they've superbly or well, not superbly i feel like that's the first time they've under delivered well Most no i um, pubg just under delivered every time they released anything but let's be honest um it's it's always like they de- they what deliver game. and You're then right. they fix it and then perfect it and then move on uh because yeah. like when on the test server they're trying out new anti-cheat which once again uh it's kind of hilarious to play on the live server right now because you literally just get sniped across the map, headshot by 34 bullets, just in like repeated, no sound, nothing bugged out because it's how many cheaters are on that the server. So right now, if you want to play PUBG uh, until tomorrow, just play on the test server. Um, hmm. Yeah, but it's it, right now with their new anti-cheat, uh, when you first land in the game, uh, it's... Almost as if there's a barrier in front of you while you're trying to walk. Oh, it's freaking worst. Uh, you just rubber band so hard. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm interested to see what... Because you've got to think, they've been doing fixes and patches and stuff like that in the background while they've been watching the test test server. Could think about it, early access is a test server, and, and now they're testing their test server. One of the things I've really enjoyed <laughs> since uh, the recent updates is watching all of the GIFs of, um, that have been posted on... PUBG's uh, subreddit about bad players because of the um, replay camera. It's like all of these situations or scenarios when something happens and people just look like they absolutely have no idea how to play that game correctly. Right. Have you seen all those? Yeah, yeah, I've seen all those. And I actually just recently found out that there is the replay cam, like not the kill cam, like the thing that you uh, once you get killed, you can hit the right. the kill cam and watch it. There's actually a floating uh, replay cam that you can watch the uh, a thousand meters out from where you are on the map the entire game. Really cool. So I was I was looking at that yesterday because I um, had happened to be versing a team and I was like, I want to I really want to know where they were. Uh, within that fight because I you know I want to be a better awareness and positioning and it happens that they were nowhere near us and I kept thinking they were like right there and they kept moving in front of me but they're actually nowhere near us and I was like that's interesting that I was seeing them but I wasn't seeing them so it's hmm. it's a really cool feature that they've added that you can actually watch that I'm still waiting for the feature of uh, you can just follow everybody's path kind of like alien swarm um, yeah. just really quickly through the game. Yeah, to just that see, like, feature who... seems cool. Yeah, I don't know if they'll ever add that because I don't know how they would. Uh, the replay Follow seems kind of complex enough. I don't know what... I, I guess I've never seen Alien Swarm's replay. So Alien Swarm's replay is that you see the map. Just the map. Oh, well, is it, is it almost, like it's just the map, replay? right? Yeah, it's a heat map, yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. so it shows where like the path they took... Uh, 
on just just lines different colors of people lines and it just yeah, like goes cool. through the entire yeah and so if you have like a hundred lines flying everywhere you could just on the map you could just be like dang there was like nobody up in the northeast section of the map like ever and like the southwest was like covered with people that just would be really cool to see because it it's not really you're seeing uh gunfights or anything you're just kind of seeing movements and i would really enjoy that like you're talking about every uh graph or chart that i see in our data is beautiful so it's like, <laughs> oh, yes. Um, last but not least, before we step out of video games, Chad, any updates on uh, Pray for the Gods or Pray to the Gods? Pray to the, whatever <laughs> oh, it is. Pray Frick, for the gods. dude. I actually looked that up the other day and it you... said early 2018. Okay. <laughs> of course it does. <laughs> Alex, I was looking up that from Software Teaser and it looks like a lot of people think it's Tenchu, one of their old series, older one series. The, which would be Asian. Not Bloodborne. Yeah. Very, very Japanese. Series. <laughs> hey, at least they have a Steam page up now. That would be cool. Hey, I played hey, Tenchu hey. Z back in the day. That oh, was a nice you? game. I still can't handle that it's A E Y, but in the freaking picture on their Steam page, just it's e. just an E. Yeah, that I think we discussed this before. Uh, when Prey came out, they had some conflict with copyright. That's, I mean, that's fine, but just freaking change the change image and like the image. forever. <laughs> it's whatever. They're working on other things. <laughs> They're uh, working on the game. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Current players on Steam charts, all time peak is two. How? Developers. Yeah, probably. But why does it? Probably PewDiePie. Why Steam? Oh, that's weird. Um, let's move on to talk about some film stuff because there's a lot of stuff going on in film as well. Uh, Alex has decided that he's just going to spoil all of Star Wars Episode Eight for us. So go ahead, Alex. Well, Wait, I actually before... wrote no spoilers there. Oh, originally. Sorry, somebody sorry. switched it. <laughs> before I don't he... know who would do that. Before he gets into Star Wars, I have something about film. And it's that my DSLR camera that I was trying to use as my webcam has an auto turnoff feature of 30 minutes that you cannot turn off. So that's yes. cool. Wow. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, DSLRs aren't made to um, record for that length of time, so you can only do it for bursts. But yeah, 30 I'd... minutes is a solid burst. Yeah, but like, think about it this way. I'm in the middle of a gunfight, it's been 30 minutes, and my camera shuts off on stream. Yeah. And then I look over and I'm like, oh, nobody saw my facial reactions to any of what was happening. Yeah, no, you, you should definitely get a different camera. You, DSLRs, uh, it's the way that DSLRs capture the image uh, yeah. versus other video cameras like your webcams and other things. The image is projected directly onto your CMOS, whereas the... Uh, Lord, why didn't I just ask you about this? <laughs> I don't know, considering the fact that I fucking use them professionally and sold them... <laughs> Um, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'll hit you up after the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guys, did Owen just talk about something? Other than that wasn't Switch or Pokemon but, but, Go or the but, Switch? Yeah. Sure. Owen, I'm hey. so proud of you! <laughs> you guys talked fucking nerdy photo shit. I will talk no for nerdy photo shit. For <laughs> I don't days. know if we can make fun of Switch anymore considering four of the five people in this podcast right now own one. Well, the problem isn't that he had a Switch, it's that he talked about nothing but Switch. Because I kept playing true. the Switch. <laughs> Now I'm playing other things. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Owen. We should have played Snipper Clips when I was there. Yo, oh, yeah. I'm about to buy that. I and have uh, Snipper Party Clips. Golf. I have it, though. He has it, yeah. Oh, Did you bring it with you? 
Have I have my switch. I could have just up. literally drop my switch into your dock. What? <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. I knew you did. Oh, you got a switch too, Aaron? I didn't know that. Yeah, you... I got one. Have you guys? And found... don't ask my wife. He bought it to for explain... quote unquote Janae and Shay. Shut up. What? Excuse me. How does that okay. make sense? No, no, no. Listen, listen. This is what I. Uh... They twist my words every time. This is what I said. I was. He like... bought it for them, not for himself. Uh, shut up, Alex. <laughs> he owns two games: Mario so Kart and said. Zelda. Hmm. I wonder who Zelda's for. <laughs> shut your hooker mouth. This is what I said. I was like, I was like, babe, I think I think we're gonna get a switch for Christmas. She's like, okay. And shut up, don't talk about the fact that I've already opened it. Um, I was like, we're going to get a Switch for Christmas. Okay, perfect, fine. Uh, I'm going to leave it upstairs, and you and Shay can play it anytime you want, because it'll have, we're, we're only getting Mario Kart. And that's how we did. We only had Mario Kart for two weeks. And they took that into, yeah, Aaron said he bought the Switch for me and Shay, and you know, it's just sitting upstairs for good now. Oh, of course, he took it to Florida with him, and he now has Zelda. So, ha, <laughs> ha, <laughs> Freaking wasn't just for me, jerks. <laughs> I can hear them walking around up there. They're probably going to come down here and yell at me for saying all that. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about actual film stuff since we got distracted. Yeah, Star Wars came out. Yep, it was a movie. Yeah. Alex and I, Alex and I, were supposed to go see it, and then hey, weren't we supposed to start the podcast with the story? I know, and then we didn't. <laughs> wow, we were well. supposed to go see it. We had tickets to go, and then Aaron randomly got sick on purpose. <laughs> randomly got sick on purpose. On purpose. Yeah, I'm sure he didn't have to go to a sudden soccer game. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. He was like, we go back to the house, so we're getting ready to go to the movies, and he's like, wait, I forgot I had a soccer game I have to go to. <laughs> no, he got sick. He was throwing up, and then he was like, no, I'm going to go. And we we're like, no, you're stupid. You're literally <laughs> throwing, you just threw up literally like 45 seconds ago. I you're threw not up like go five to times. I'm so glad I didn't go because it got way worse. But, he's like visibly fuming in the corner, angry at himself. <laughs> I'm like, calm down, bro. Um, so Janae was like, well, I'm not going to let you go by yourself. So I guess I'm going on Ready. a work night to 11.15 showing. And we're not going to get home until 2.30 a.m. And it's Janae. And she's never seen any of the other <laughs> Star Wars movies, nor does she care. <laughs> I was on like, the way what to the, the theater, heck? She was like, how long is this movie? <laughs> she was like yeah we'll probably get home at like 2 a.m and then she's like wait how long is the movie i looked it up two hours 33 minutes runtime she's like hmm. ouch why did you guys <laughs> so not see like the eight o'clock there's no seats man i mean there were but they weren't like prime no seating. good seats yeah <laughs> but you know what our seats or pretty darn we could have gone we could have gone earlier we could have gone on saturday or even friday night but we'd had to gone to a theater that Probably wasn't up to the standards of Alex. Onto <laughs> a theater that soaked. Pretty much. Guess what? The Alamo Draft House is pretty good. It is pretty well, good. good. Good to know. And also, row three, I was like, this might be a little close, but then it turned out, you know what? That's all right. Dude, yeah, we looked I was at in the row image. two, and that was pretty good. It's fine. Like so it, anyway, this like we were right in the middle, and the screen like just met the edges of my vision, so I was like in the screen essentially, but not like to the point where I had to move my head around to see it. So like perfect seating. Yeah, perfect. so it's like pretty perfect. Um, I thought that movie was great. It was really really good. Me and Owen already talked about some of the issues that we have with it, but we're not going to go into that right now because yep. we're the only ones that saw it. Yep. We will stay quiet. 
okay uh, on our next podcast now. i'm sure we'll talk about it yay yeah so i'm going to see it again tomorrow along with chad <laughs> and my dad and caleb and i are going to see it tomorrow so as long as jake and frank yeah. see it yep cool uh, as long as jake and frank, as jake and frank see it will be will be good i'm sure i jake guess it's kind of good that you got sick because time. then caleb probably just wouldn't have seen it it's probably true you don't you don't ever go any to any movies. Not really. Sad no, man. I never Sad. I should invite him more. I just never think of it. I don't know. <laughs> it's all just good. a jerk. I, just know, a I jerk. feel bad when I do think of it like right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Um so there's that. Also I found out about this project entitled 4K77, in which some dude has access to original 35 millimeter film of the original trilogy. And he is like individually scanning in each frame at 4K. Oh my! And gosh. producing that... like a original theatrical cut at 4K. Okay, but but here's that the is thing. Insane. That only has the resolution of the 35 millimeter film. Yeah. Good enough. No, that's that's not how resolution works, guys. I mean. Film film grain to resolution is not like a one to one grade. I I mean that my point though is that 4K probably has better resolution than the film grain itself. So you might as well just watch it in regular film grain because you're just gonna duplicate that. It, you're not like getting a better resolution from the same exact thing. Yeah, but there's no. Yeah, the only versions. Alex wants to say. Yeah, the only 4K. versions of the theatrical cut that are out there are lower than that, though. Right now, they don't even and have you a Blu-ray. Can't, you can't just watch a 35 millimeter cut unless he like somehow duplicated this role and then started distributing it. Wait, they don't even have Blu-ray version of. They don't have a Blu-ray version of the original cut. The original. Huh. I thought there was a Blu-ray of the original. Oh, Blu-rays no, of special it's got editions. All that added crap. Because oh, George Lucas was adamant true. about not releasing theatrical cut anymore after he made the special editions. Oh, fuck George Lucas so much. Which, wow. it's actually, so it's actually theorized that they might release Blu-ray versions of original theatrical editions after uh, the next thing that we're going to talk about, um, the um, Disney um, Fox excuse me. Studios merger. Excuse me. Yes, hello. <laughs> Hi. Alex, Alex. Did you rub yes. it in Aaron's face that I saw my first Star Wars movie with you and he has to yes. live with that for the rest of his life? He has to live <laughs> with it forever. And you, and just didn't, gonna... you didn't and introduce you're... her to Star Wars, I did. Also, <laughs> she managed to see one of the Star Wars canon films before you did. Did you hear him say that? How on earth so... have you never seen a Star Wars before any of them? <laughs> That's, That's always insane. my question. Because at some point, I became aware of them and then had to intentionally avoid them because everybody <laughs> loved them. Uh, well, yeah, everybody likes Harry Potter, but it's still overrated. Nah. She's like a Star Wars hipster. She's like... Owen has been wiped off the friend list. <laughs> <laughs> I currently have to go unfriend him from all the things. Oh, <laughs> you know I am perfectly Did you say something about you. Harry Potter, Owen? I, he did. I, he said I it's overrated, said I believe. It was overrated. Oh my gosh, you're done, dude. You'll never go on another PAX trip if Janae's there. 
I so, was messing with Harry Potter. <laughs> I like Harry Potter. Can't you can't joke about Harry Potter with Janae, man. <laughs> no joke. Don't uh, ever question Janae about anything, Harry Potter. <laughs> does oh hey, by the way, does Janae know that there's an expanction to that fucking board game Dude, that oh, yeah. her don't, shape don't, play? Listen, you can't you can't ask the question and go, does Janae know? And then have the rest of the question have something to do with Harry Potter. The answer is <laughs> because always the answer is yes. yes. Always. It doesn't matter what it is. I will be on Reddit and there'll be some breaking piece of news that's <laughs> just been posted two minutes ago and I'll text her about it and she'll be like, yeah, what are you talking about? I've known about this. <laughs> I'm like, how? They ju- literally just announced it. She's like, no, I was just talking to my good friend, yeah, JK, say, does, does directly. She... <laughs> is it always her that knows about things first or is it Andrea and then they just text about it all the time? That's yeah, what I don't Janae know. Knows. It's both of them. I mean, oh, it just okay. depends on what it is. <laughs> But it's amazing how that, like, one thing specifically, she is, like, so beyond um, I mean, she'll be everyone like, else that I know in terms of when she finds out. I think she Anything might be else, actual though? personal friends with J.K. Rowling because, <laughs> you know, sometimes she'll just slip it in, like, oh, yeah, because Joanne said, and I'm like, wait, who's Joanne? You know, like, J.K. Rowling? <laughs> that J stands for Joanne? She called like, her what? Joanne? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about? Anyway, the point of what I was saying, <laughs> Disney is purchasing 21st Century Fox. Yeah. Okay, one, we'll get out to the craziness of that in a second, but this <laughs> means that they might be able to distribute the original theatrical cut in 4K on Blu-ray because apparently 21st Century Fox owns the rights to distribution for the original Star Wars movie. Oh, wow. Like the original cut of the original of the first one. Wow. Just that one, though. I don't know how. (laughs) (laughs) So there's that. Also, they purchased Lucasfilm for $4 billion, and everybody was like, holy crap, they spent $4 billion for Lucasfilm. That's insane. That's so much money. They spent like 50-something billion. Does anybody know that? (laughs) Can can we first point out the fact that this has yet to be voted on. Yeah. They have it all signed. However, they do still need the approval of Congress because they don't want it to be a monopoly, which it so fucking is. $52.4 billion to purchase 21st Century Fox. Okay. It's quite a bit of money, yeah. so, I would say. Just a bit. Just to put the things in context, I was down, Janae and I were down in Orlando, and while we were down there, we hung out with... Ashley, one of our friends who now works for Disney, and we were discussing actually this and some other things in terms in regards to like what Disney is actually involved with, uh, Marvel, Star Wars, all that stuff. Um, and she basically she was she was talking about like sort of how much money, or I was talking about how much money they were making off of all these movies, and she said, "Yeah, actually, they don't really make a lot of money off movies. The biggest money maker that they own is the parks, oh, by yeah. far." And in fact, sometimes they like most of the time they will lose money on movies, but they will make so much more money on the parks that it doesn't even matter what they're losing. And I'm sure also the merchandise. I don't know. She said the parks is just like account for such a huge portion. I would not have guessed that. I would not have either. But apparently, I mean, if you think about it, she says that uh, Disney has somewhere between I think she said like 70,000 to 100 and some odd thousand people per day that visit the park. Mm -hmm. Wow. It costs you somewhere in the neighborhoods of $200 a person to go to each individual park within Disney. That doesn't include 
you know, the hundreds of resorts that they own is on really the that Disney property. Oh, yeah. yeah no, that's what I was thinking. Is so it so much? Janae and I just insane. went to Universal, and a one-day pass was $180. Oh, my god! Holy crap. And Disney's more expensive than that. Mm-hmm. You got a Bush, Bush Gardens for like 50, 60 bucks or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a big difference between Bush Gardens and Disney. You can go to Silver Dollar City for like 30. <laughs> okay, now that's on par right there. <laughs> that's insane. That's a lot of money for a day. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. only one park, and you probably want to go to like more than one when you're in right. the area. And the other thing is, think about like, you know, a family of five that goes to Disney. You know, they're paying for two adults, three kids. Uh, for a park for multiple days maybe it's multiple parks because you have to pay for each individual park you go to and like you know you can't buy one pass and go to multiple parks on the same day you have to buy one pass for each park and then you can go between those parks and then those people most of the time are staying on a resort on disney property that's owned by disney yep so all that money that they're spending it's literally all going to disney yeah when i when i just did disney that's exactly what we did we stayed on on property right and so not only are they making money from you know Disney Disney World and Disneyland, but they also have a Disney in let's see, um, Paris. Hong Kong, Japan, Paris, somewhere else. I think China. I don't know. There's like four or five other locations. Two thousand six hundred and sixty nine dollars for a family of four package for a seven day six night trip. There you go. Right on their website. That's not including food or anything. Mm-hmm. Their with dine package is thirty seven forty four, and again, you know, <clears throat> you're like that doesn't even include all the extra stuff that they're buying while they're there. You know, drinks yep. while you're walking around. That's like um, the price souvenirs. of going overseas. Your, your little band, what do you call? Oh, them? easy. Uh, your your little magic bands. Oh yeah, the I think they're actually called magic bands. Yeah, they are. I I they're... have a customized magic band with my name and Poe Dameron on it because. Oh, cool. <laughs> Because while I was there, I was like, you know what? Got to, got to do it up. So that's I thought Poe Dameron just... was pretty lame until this movie. And no, dude, like one of my favorite Poe Dameron characters. is my boy. He has <laughs> always been movie. my boy. But also, it's just because I really like him as an actor. He's been in a lot of really good things. Yeah. Um, the other thing, just to highlight on Disney before we get off of Star Wars and Disney and that stuff. They're currently working on Star Wars Land. I don't know what it's going to be yes. called. I'm sure they well, have a name have for it. There. Probably Star Wars yeah. Land. Yeah, it's a good one. It has the Star, Star it has Wars, the Star Wars <laughs> Hotel, and it's going to have the Millennium Falcon, and so a bunch the of other stuff. Freaking things. Number one, the hotel, the windows don't look outside. They are all like basically OLED screens, and it's like you're looking into space, hmm. which is freaking awesome. Uh, everything in the hotel is themed around Star Wars. So they talk about. Um, like different like interactions that you have, like the main lobby space looks like the uh, the uh, deck of like a star destroyer, and then I don't, I don't even remember how many billions of dollars they're spending on Star Wars Land, but it like I feel like it exceeds what you were talking about for the purchase of Fox, Alex. Fifty-two point four billion or whatever it, it was. Did Did um, you uh, miss the part that you get to cosplay if you? Uh... Stay on, on oh. the, at the hotel. Mm-hmm. They give you costumes to wear. Which is funny Freaking because right. you can't really... There's not a lot of cosplaying at Disney. I feel like... I think she said you actually can't do it. I've seen people do it. 
that's well, they ran into not true. yeah, but they ran into a problem where people would show up as like characters, and then they would stand in the park and have people take photos of, with them, and then collect money from those people who were there. Yeah. I think you can't do it of any of the official characters. And that may be the case. I don't know. Yeah. We didn't really like talk super because, like, in depth about that. Because I don't think you that. can do like Mulan and the princesses, but I know people that have gone as like sub characters in movies and stuff like that, like has gone as like Mushu and like that's like chill. Uh, looks like I was wrong. It looks like it's only going to cost a billion dollars to make Star Wars Land. Oh, just a it's billion. still way too much money. <laughs> a drop in the bucket. Yeah, one of the For smartest things that Walt Disney ever did was he, when, he, when he went to go set up Walt Disney World, just bought like a ton of extra land, like way more than he needed. <laughs> Okay. Good idea. And so they still you, all own all this land. No, and it, do you, you know the actual heard? story about that? Yeah. Because no, yeah. they bought Disneyland first out in uh, California. Yep. And when mm -hmm. people found out what they were making, everybody bought up all the land around them. So when they did Disney World, they changed their strategy and they had like, I don't remember how many buyers there were, but a whole bunch of random people just bought land in this big area. For and it just cheap. turned out that they were buying for Walt Disney World. So no one knew what was going on. That's the only reason they own all the land that's there. Yeah, they had they literally had CIA agents that they paid money to buy land for them and be covert about it. And like all of these real estate agents knew something was up because everyone was buying land and a lot of it uh, all next to each other. And so they're like, what's going on? Who is it? And so there was all of these uh, rumors, like, you know, of who was buying the land and what it was going to be used for. And people were like, oh, it's Northrop Grumman. It's the government. It's these people. It's that. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the Hollywood movie agents and stuff like this. And it wasn't until, like, some female reporter asked Disney at a dinner and uh, he didn't deny it. And that's when she was just like, oh, shit, it's, it's Walt. Mm -hmm. and, and then she just, like, started publishing it and was just like, I think it's Walt. And everyone thought she was fucking crazy. And then she was just like, no, it's seriously Walt. And she was right. It's cool. Here's a, I'll just send you guys a link and I'll post this too. Just kind of link to some of the images they posted about the immersive Star Wars hotel. Um, just so we don't stay stuck on Star That's Wars so cool. and <laughs> Disney forever, ever, 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 ever. Uh, there's a couple trailers that came out between our last podcast and now that we wanted to talk about. Hell yeah. Number one is Ocean's 8, which, holy crap. What? Hang on. I'm so freaking excited about. Yes. yes. Ocean's 8. And I immediately thought, oh, this is going to be like a, you know, like a precursor to Ocean's, Ocean's 11. No. No, it's just everybody's dead. No. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all women. Yep. It's, I'm pretty sure it's Danny oh, Ocean's God. wife. Or oh look, it is Santa sister Bullock. or yeah, because someone in the trailer asks, "Is everybody in the family like this?" And she's like, "Yeah, pretty much." Yeah. The cast is amazing. First of all, it's such a weird eclectic group of people. Janae and Shay and I were talking about this. How it's just like so many weird faces and people to be put into a movie like this, but they all seem like they actually kind of fit. And oh, yeah. it'll be interesting to see how they play together. But. I don't know. If you haven't seen the trailer, sorry, Owen, I took over the Ocean's 8. Oh, no, 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 it's good. Um, it just looks fun. Like, all of the other Ocean's movies are great. Well, maybe with the exception of 12. 
11 and 13 were great. Maybe the, I, I really hope that this one's great. I hope they don't pull a, uh, Alex, what'd you call it? A Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> pull a Ghostbusters. <laughs> it, it looks like it's going to be pretty good. Uh, additionally, uh, Ready Player One's trailer, full trailer, finally came out. Ah. Uh, now, Aaron, you have read the books, correct? Uh, one, one book? The book? The book? Yeah, the single book. It's a single book. I am um, listening to it on tape again right now. Okay. Because I believe that you and I, as people who have read the book, are super excited about this. Alex has also read this. Yeah, oh, sure. I have you. Okay. I, I saw it uh, with one of... I, when I went to see Star Wars, I went with one of my friends and they saw the trailer before Star Wars. And she just looked at me and she was like, what the hell is this about? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it's Willy Wonka meets video games in like the best possible way and you just need to like experience it you need to read it it's good that's a really good starting description but i feel like you need to capitalize on that a little bit more willy wonka meets video games dot 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 there's got to be something else there what would it be um i don't know this it's just sword art online pop culture yeah sword art online normies get out (laughs) fucking sixers which I saw the trailer again before Star Wars also, and this time I noticed the tracer. They yeah, just okay. added that, and I loved seeing tracer in it. I was like, holy shit, I'm in. Yeah, I feel like they're doing a good job of introducing some things that definitely were not in the book. Even from the um, initial teaser trailer, they had things that weren't in the book already. But now they've introduced a lot of other things that are even more, more recent in terms of pop culture, and I think that's I really can't cool. Imagine the licensing costs, and also like the, just the <laughs> licensing department and all of their it lawyers. Is, it's Spielberg. I'm pretty sure they can do whatever they want. But just like use it, and then later on they're like, "Oh yeah, we used your thing. Here's some cash, I guess." Yeah, I I want to know <laughs> what the lawyers of this game were like to get all of the rights to use everything. Like it's insane. So much stuff. It's very exciting, though. That looks cool. That race thing—that race is not in the book, is it? It is not. No. Okay. I like keep on seeing it. I'm like, I don't remember this. Yeah, but Again, it seems I, like a major set piece from the movie. It there does, are... and I'm kind of okay with that because it looks exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and like if you read anything about adapting books to movies, like there's actually really cool, like the concept behind learning to playwright for a movie um, and how they have to adapt to something that's like if you think about the book and you think about what they did in the book could it be translated directly to a movie I'm sure it could but whether or not it would retain sort of an active audience is up in the air and I think that's what's so cool about people who take a book and like transfer it into something that people would watch now (laughs) I will say people freaking fail at this all the time there are terrible 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 versions uh, movie versions of books. I did but, read a comment about how like they were okay with the race thing because uh, just having like a 20 minute section of the movie where they just play out the end of war games like right, probably wouldn't right. be that exciting. <laughs> like, well, they're going to have to change some of that it'll stuff. It'll be exciting for somebody, just not most people. <laughs> yeah. It would, it, it would be very exciting for Ernest Klein. That's who it would be very exciting for. Right. So I, it looks fun. I guess we'll. I, I, do they have an actual release date yet? March, March, okay. March twenty something. Very excited. 
Uh, let's move on to a couple other things here real quick. Um, board game wise. Alex and I got to play the thing over the weekend. There you go. Um, the thing. Times. What's it actually called? The thing. Out, the thing. No, it's something else. Something at Outpost Thirty One. I'll break it. Outpost Thirty One. The thing. <laughs> uh, out. Uh, Infection at sure? Outpost Thirty One. Infection, Infection at Outpost Thirty One. I knew it wasn't just titled the thing. Yeah, it's just called the thing. It's okay, for, whatever. It's, it's, the it's thing, called the thing. Colon. Whatever is the thing. <laughs> Um, the thing colon infection out post 31 it's a board game so Alex I feel like you should talk about this since you've been duped twice now Frickin... oh who duped you this time oh man so I've played it I think I've played it four times now oh wow and the humans have not won a single time <laughs> there's always one sneaky one isn't there yeah there's always one real sneaky one real sneaky bugger <laughs> his name's Aaron <laughs> So the, the we played it twice over the weekend. The first time was wait, the wait, best, wait. I think, probably. Wait. Before you go on to describe this, we should probably describe what this game is like. Uh, we talked about it before we a little talk, bit. We talked about it oh, yeah, that's right. We podcast. did. Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, it's um, a hidden role game where there's humans and imitations, and you're trying to p- progress through this facility and escape with just the humans and not the imitations. And there's a lot of mechanics to go along with that. But basically, that's the basic idea. Great um, description. <laughs> The first game that we played, we were doing kind of poorly. We we're losing a lot of rooms and we're kind of scraping by by the skin of our teeth. We get to the end. We finally make it to the helicopter. We don't really have an opportunity to test any blood to see if anybody's an imitation. Um, but Aaron is the final captain. And the way it works is the final captain nominates somebody to be the captain for the escape. Um, and then everybody has to vote and confirm the captain and then the captain chooses people to take on the helicopter. And if any, any of those people that are taken on the helicopter are an imitation, all the humans just lose. So Aaron nominates me, gives all this talk about how I've been not suspicious at all this entire time. He knows I'm a human, like definitely nothing's ever gone wrong with me. We're cool. Finally convinces everybody to vote for me because everybody was kind of wavering on me a little bit. Um, but well, it convinces everybody convincing. to vote for me. We're like, cool, fine. And then I'm like taking everybody's suggestions for what to do, what who to pick. And it comes down to like, I'm picking between Aaron and like somebody else. And I'm like, well, Aaron, in my mind, I'm like, Aaron just propped me up on this pedestal as this like good human person. Wow. So I, I think I want to take him. And so I do, <laughs> and it's bad. That's Aaron's a bad boy. Like, <laughs> like he purposely played the, you know, I don't even need to go on the helicopter. I just need you, all the humans to get out. And, you know, Alex needs oh, to freaking red be flag the one. number one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and need to be so, alive. As long as we humans win, you know, guys. So I took him on the helicopter, and we freaking lost. And it was like... <laughs> And you chose correctly on everyone else. I chose correctly on everybody else. And you were choosing between me and the other human. So had you not picked me, you would have successfully won. And I just kicked myself because before (laughs) that happened, before he made his speech and propped me up, I was like, I'm pretty sure Aaron is probably one of them. (laughs) (laughs) The best part about playing with Alex is like, no matter what I say to him, no, no, no. No matter what I say to him, he just questions 
everything that comes out of my mouth. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is, good, bad, indifferent. He's like looking at me and he's analyzing like what I'm saying and what it means and what it means to him and what he thinks I'm thinking that I'm th saying. And like I could tell that his brain is just like yeah because in there's another time <laughs> there's a time in the second game where he is the captain of a mission and the mission fails because there's a no it doesn't fail there is a um, sabotage card but then he has the card to satisfy the sabotage and he plays it satisfies the sabotage and then succeeds the mission but then I'm like so what if he just sabotaged his own mission knowing that he could satisfy the objective <laughs> so that he could outwardly show everybody that he is defeating the sabotage and on the good side. Did you? No. Uh, so that was, was me thinking. overthinking everything now. <laughs> every time, so every game. That game, so we got to phase three and unlocked a flamethrower. Oh. I managed to get a flamethrower. I immediately used it on Aaron because I'm like, no, I'm done. I need to know what you are. <laughs> wow. Can't handle it. Yeah. Well, no, not to, not to torch me, but to just use it as a blood test. Yeah, so you, if you oh, use okay, only one okay, use okay, instead okay. of both uses, you just use it as a blood test. Right, right. But so, you have to look at it secretly. You can't, you can't like show it to everybody. And additionally, in that second game, for the first two sectors, literally every role, every mission was a success. We fought three things in a, or two things in a row, uh, and you have to get three of a kind in three rolls using a certain number of dice. Both times, we rolled three, three of a kind, first roll. Like, no wow. problems, no failed missions, no sabotages, lost the game to the thing in the third sector, or to the imitations. It was like, I don't know what happened, but it just went downhill so quickly. Yeah, we lost really fast in the last phase. And it was like, there's one thing left, it's the only thing left that we had to uncover, and it's in a room with a power out and a fire. And it's like, what the heck, if we don't yeah. put the fire out this time... Well, we and it just so happened destroyed and we lose. that that very last one, Janae was the captain and Janae was an imitation. And yep. directly to her right, Shay was the next person up. So if we tied Janae up, Shay would be up. But Shay was also an imitation. So they could just auto-fail the mission, which they did. And it just immediately yeah. won them the game. It was so sad. It, the game is really fun. I think replayability is like super high on that game. Because it's never the same, ever. So different. Uh, just I think it has to do with so much. We played the with idea seven people of, the first time. Mm -hmm. and that was really good. I think it just has to do with the idea of being able to like outthink the people you're playing with, and I really love board games like that. Not that you're any better of a player or any smarter, but you're just like trying to think the way they would think and then play into that. And I I don't know. It's just very enjoyable. Also, I really like beating Alex. <laughs> we both um, lost the second one i know we did uh well, last but not least uh here just well, actually not last but not least we have two things left yeah um number one i don't even know what mom's spaghetti is all right it's not even how you no, spell spaghetti no, no, no. Lift, i feel like it. that's supposed to say sketty like off of uh um what's the little, so little tv weekend. show with the girls who were in dance studio with the moms Dance moms? No. Honey Boo Boo. Honey Boo Boo. What the fuck are you talking about? She talks about how her mom makes Skeddy all the time. S-K-E-T-T-I. And it's literally it's literally noodles with just ketchup in it. It's Skeddy. So back to like the real world here. Sorry about that, everyone. So last weekend, Marshall Mathers, also known as Eminem, did a pop-up in Detroit where you could buy mom spaghetti. 
What? Yes. Was it like Wait. his mom's recipe? Can you re- can you repeat that one more time for <laughs> right. the viewers that missed that NF or are dumbfounded? Was in Detroit. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry, Eminem, you know of the arms relevant rapper. Yeah, continue. Spaghetti, you know, fame did a pop up bar in Detroit where you could actually order and eat. <laughs> Mom spaghetti. Oh, okay. So because his album flopped, he had to do something <laughs> else. Well, and, I mean, this was yeah. to promote the album. Yeah, because it flopped. Anyways, <laughs> continuing. But but I just thought it was the most hilarious thing ever. Of just like everyone knows the the meme of mom spaghetti, and here you could actually order it. You could get for five dollars, get mom spaghetti. For eight bucks, you get mom spaghetti and meatballs. Or for five dollars, you could also have gotten a Skeddy sandwich, which was mom spaghetti on some buns. This looks like the most lackluster spaghetti. Oh yeah, no. in a long time. It looks like awful food. I just it thought it was like fucking that. hilarious. Like it is meme levels of funny. Oh look, the E is backwards in spaghetti. Oh, original right there. It's weird that he. Of all of the things he could have done, he decided to do a pop-up restaurant. Yeah, no, it was bizarre. But that's why I want to talk about it, because it was entertainingly bizarre. Hmm. Interesting. That's, that's all I got. Anyway, next thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this so, article yeah. about the Star Wars park says suggested cost of around 1000 per guest for a two-night stay. <laughs> Yeah, I'll pay it. I'm gonna gladly you better save pay your it. money, buddy. In a, I'm good. Dude, have you seen any other? Okay, I'm not gonna go into the more stuff about Disney. No, <laughs> no more. Yeah, no, I refuse. Let's, let's stop. Stop. Not. Okay. So last but not least, let's talk about this because Caleb threw a fit last time we talked about when we were gonna do our game of the year podcast. Fit. Okay, when we were talking about dude. when we were doing it, yeah, yeah, I will throw a fit about that. Okay. <laughs> so we're gonna do our game nonsense. of the year podcast. After the beginning of the year, which, by the way, our podcast is going to be coming out on the, let's see, 4th. So, oh, that's hmm. a problem for me. <laughs> <clears throat> that's a problem for me. Our Game of the Year podcast may be coming out the 18th of January at this point. <laughs> that, there's no problem with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but what we need to do is make a determination on what does and does not qualify oh, yeah. for our we Game of the Year. We definitely need to talk about that. Yes. We definitely need to. It's very because important. Because I, I want to nominate Okami because it came <laughs> out on PC this year, and I know I'm already going to love it, but uh, kind okay, of I think game. I think things like that don't I don't think don't HD count. remakes, yeah, I don't think those, those qualify. I think re-releases do not count. Yeah. But I think something that probably The point of contention is, like, early access PUBG. games. The point of contention is PUBG. It's, like, it, really. But, like, PUBG is it's now not going to be an issue because it's coming out tomorrow. Correct. Oh, right. It does come out this year, actually. I Originally, it was going to be a big issue because Already. it's, like... That's base- that is a game. Like, that is... Yeah. Like, that is the most played game on Steam. But similar things. Early access games, I guess, yeah. So the so- thing is, like, early access, right? Something comes out in early access, it becomes like a zeitgeist, everybody plays it that year, and then it kind of falls by the wayside, and then it actually releases the next year, and then it becomes quote-unquote eligible for like an award, right? But nobody cares by that. But nobody cares by that point. So, (laughs) does that mean that we should just 
assess things as they come out in early access. But then, then there's the opposite <laughs> case of a game comes out in early access. It's super early. Nobody really pays attention to it because it's just kind of an alpha tech demo. They work on it for two more years. It finally officially releases and everybody's like, wow, this thing's actually really cool. Do we look at it at that year or the year it came out in early access? So what basically it sounds like is you, you're saying it can only qualify for one or the other. I don't know that we could like put a game against other games multiple years in a row. Like, is that fair? Yeah, no, it doesn't seem fair at all. No. That's why I feel like the easiest line to cut on is you have to cut when a game is released. Period. Yeah. Can't be early access. It's just got to be after that. Got to be released. What about if it comes out in early access? Gemini Christmas. There's all these the outlying cases. In the first six months of the year. First half of the year, if it comes out in early access, then we count the early access year. But if it's a second half year, we what? count it as release year. Because <laughs> then you have time. No. They have time. No. You know? No. It just seems like, weird. You know, like, Factorio came out in early access, and it was like, not good when it first came out, right? But they worked on it for like five years and then it released and it was awesome then. Is it even released? It's, I don't think it's released. Yeah, is it, it not even this, released yet? I believe I'm pretty it sure it was this released. year. Pretty sure it was early access game. Still, Still early, early access. Gmini <laughs> Christmas. Right. The so this is this is the other thing. Nobody plays Factorio now. No no, it's over. Done we were all kind of like into it last year. It could have potentially maybe ranked somewhere. You motherfuckers lived it. (laughs) It could have potentially ranked somewhere on our list last year. There's no way it's going to make our list this year. Even if it actually did come out this year. (laughs) Which it did not. But if saying that, you know, theoretically, if it did. 30-day average for Factorio is 6,727 players. Just for what it's worth. I'm talking about just in our group. I know. Yeah, I know. Which is like kind of what this relates to. I I almost feel it's, like it's we should tough. take everything on a case by case basis. Maybe, maybe. Well, then, if that was the case, we probably should have included PUBG last year because it, it came was... out. No, it came out this year. It came out oh, this year. Yeah. Yep. Early access came out this year. I just yep. Yep. What was the game we we battled over last year, including it? Factorio. <laughs> It was oh, it was Factorio. That's right. Ch- Chad had Factorio on his list, and we all fought him against him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he gets um, dumb. <laughs> also, didn't you have something else on your list, too, that we didn't? I had, like, all early access games. Yeah. Because it is a game that was released, and that's the way that like, the world is going now, is early access. That's also the other real problem, is that it's more and more of a thing. Mm-hmm. Early access. Yeah. And guess what? Games don't PUBG just come out is anymore. The key factor of being in every game show award ever now and being awarded like things that should show us as us being plebs of a podcast that early access should be something that we debate. Yeah. And the VGAs did have PUBG as a uh, nominee for Game of the Year. But also, I feel like they could have been told that, gonna that the release date was going to be in this year, so it can call. Did they have anything else yeah. that was early access that they did that with? I didn't see anything else. Okay. But what other what other big games I mean, were in early access? The good news is, I don't think there's a lot of us. Well, maybe there are a few of us that are going to have some early access games on our list. Um, 
but probably not. I mean, most of what we've been playing and I've heard us talk about has not been early access. It's been full yeah, release stuff. Yeah, that's a good question. Does anybody have an early access game? I bet Chad will have coming out by the end of the year. Mm, I don't know. I mean, you did say that uh, the uh, DARP, uh, the 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 Darwin, Darwin project. Alpha. That's an alpha. Uh, SOS's beta alpha. Yeah, I wouldn't count those. Okay. Um, what else is there? Yeah, no, oh, I, I can't believe it's not gambling. That's probably the game of the year. <laughs> the main thing is, like, <laughs> if PUBG was not releasing tomorrow and it got pushed uh, into January, that would I be would a still, I would still want to be able to include it. I'd say yeah, count it yeah. in the discussions. Dauntless so I, is the early access, and that's a pretty decent game. So I feel like the answer is probably what you said, Alex. We have to probably take it on a case-by-case basis. Because some of the early access games clearly don't fall into the category of this should be included. Because it's right. just so not complete yet. Like a right. segment of what the game is actually going to be. But then things like PUBG, they're just like... I mean, it is, it is what it's going to be. Clearly, they're making a... a adjustments like to it but there's basically also what it is except for like lacking a bit of polish yeah and like you know they put out a new map with it for its official release and vaulting and their new anti-cheat software and i'm sure there's some other things they're doing as well but i think you're right i think we probably just take it on a case-by-case basis but we're probably gonna have to identify those before we have our cast yeah so uh, yeah that should be like a that should be on the sheet yeah, the game of the year sheet. The game yeah. of the year sheet. So I guess uh, f- for you guys who are listening, we are either going to be having our game of the year cast on the 4th or on the 18th of January. Just kind of depends on if we feel like we can have game of the year yeah, you got with Caleb. <laughs> Not at his house. Yes, I actually do have an extra mic, so that that is a possibility. Um, so we'll let you know, um, and just make sure you take a look and watch out for that. Um, also, thanks again for listening. And we will catch you next time. This week's podcast was produced and edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Caleb Juno, our special, special guest, Brock Gobin, and our other special, ultimately special guest, Shay Smith. This week's music was again brought to you by Amair, A-M-A-I-R. You can check him out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer or on Spotify. Also, this week's podcast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial a small but amazing shop of makers, fabricators, and designers based out of Bluemont, Virginia. We've now also located a new shop in Kansas City, Missouri. So you can check us out online at www.reclaimindustrial.com. You can also check out our website for any video updates we may have. And until next time, this has been The Forecast. Forecast.